Champion bachelors Craig and Greg present a myriad of topics centering on relationships and addictions in the positive lights of experience, strength, and hope. Both have struggled with the strongholds of addiction and with relationships that went awry, and both have emerged on the other side, stronger, wiser, and better prepared to become what they once set out to be. You're listening to The Solution. Well, Greg, in our first segment here, we're going to we decide we're going to intertwine addictions and relationships. And you were talking about a situation earlier, and briefly describe that a little bit more. Oh, yeah, it was really interesting. It was This was several years ago, of course. I was dating this girl about six weeks. We were intimately involved, so I thought, you know, okay. sexual relationship. Okay. Every time we're around each other, we partied. You know, she'd come to the nightclub where I worked at, where as a bouncer, we would drink, you know, mm-hmm. do a lot of cocaine, things like that, which I'm not proud of, obviously, but no. we would hook up together. And this went on during the weekends for six weeks. Well, one day she goes, let's, can we go shopping together? I go, sure. She okay. goes, I really, I want to take it this Saturday easy. Said, no problem. Mm-hmm. So we're, yeah. So we're around each other sober and it was like, she felt strange. I felt strange for somebody we'd known each other for six weeks. We felt like we we're complete strangers. Wow. Yeah. It so, was, so the alcohol was missing or something. And yeah, the alcohol and the, the dope was missing. It was, it was right. two totally different people. And we definitely didn't see eye to eye. There was just, it, it was just so, two total strangers. Wow. So the shopping, um, you, you could both feel that you needed something beyond them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. When you took the alcohol and the drugs out of the equation, there was nothing there. That was the substance of the relationship. So, so when that happened, did you, um, what'd you do? I mean, did you say, Hey, let's go, go get a beer or was it like this big revelation? Hey, this is this yeah, not going to yeah, cut I just, it. I just felt really weird. I mean, we hung out a couple more times after that, but our relationship just dissolved. And I feel that it was because of the, the sober Saturday, but hindsight's twenty twenty. That sober Saturday for both of us actually led to the reality, right? But do, do, or do you think? Just let me play the devil's advocate. Do you think um, both of you were were putting um, your alcohol or drug of choice just simply ahead of that relationship? Absolutely. Because if you two wouldn't have been you know, alcoholic or drug addict, you probably could have had a great time. Is that you think? Yeah. I don't think we've ever would have met though. Oh, I don't think we would have ever met if it wasn't for that. Yeah. It was almost like the, the relationship was an additional factor to the drugs and alcohol. Cause mm-hmm. most people I'm, I fit in the category of most people, you know, they're, they're a small group of people who like to do their alcohol and drugs when they're using them or administer them in private. I was one that liked to be around a lot of people, the nightlife, the parties, the crowds. And, uh, and so women just fell into place, you know, and for women, guys just fell into place. That's just the way it is. People would partner up. and So you think once you were taken out of your environments of wherever it was, then you two just didn't have it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yes. that, so that kind of boils down to that. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. So what could you have done right then and there to uh, kind of remedy that situation other than leaving her? 
I guess that this will be another podcast in itself. It's called communication. Something that I didn't practice. I did not practice that. You know? Okay, so you were kind of low on your communication skills at that point. Oh, not even low. None whatsoever. Really? None whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I'm the type of guy that if I felt weird, I would leave. If I felt feelings of love or I cared for somebody, I would leave. Okay, do you think you... Oh, okay. So so, so there was many times where you might have self-sabotaged uh, relationships. Oh, didn't give myself a chance. Didn't give the girl a chance. Didn't give the relationship a chance. So your self-sabotaging quite often was a maybe the entry to a back door where you could slither out away, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. I can understand that. I, I, I think during my time... I was probably the king of self-sabotation, self, you know, sabotaging things, relationships. Um, you know, if things didn't feel right, I always, if they didn't feel right, I didn't, I had to have things feel right. You know, relationships, hey, they're work, you know, yes. and there's going to be days when we just don't feel right about whatever it is that, that is in our day. And if, if it doesn't feel right long enough, you know, you're going to sabotage it. Blame it on the relationship. Instead of working Blame on it. Blame it on the relationship. Yep. Even though the poor girl had nothing to do with the, the you know, I mean, nothing to do with, you know. I mean, relationships that started many, many years ago, I mean, it was one and done. Because if, if a guy met a gal, quite often they got married. And they stayed married. They stayed married. Yes. For years upon years. Absolutely. But, um and but society was different at that time too, right? Yes. Yeah. The woman stay at home. The man would, you know, bring home the paycheck. But don't you think years, years past, people had more of an understanding too that um, we're entering into this, and we're we understand that we're going to be married, and we're going to be partners, helping each other along the way. But we're just going to stay in it no matter what. Right. Vows were taken seriously. They just weren't words that you would speak. Right. Right. A lot of people just speak the words. They, the, the words are coming from the heart. They're coming from the head. Exactly. Yeah. Which is sad when you think about it. Yeah. I just think back then, I think people, you know, like a wrestler, you know, yes. a wrestler, a really, really good wrestler. Wrestling's a hard sport, right? Yes. The greatest wrestlers, they're called grinders. That okay. dude can grind out seven minutes. He can just grind it out. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. He can stay the course. And he can just grind out through the bad times. And he gets his hand raised in the end, right? Yes, exactly. And I think I equate wrestling a lot to marriage. Successful marriages. Right. Because the people that can grind it out... When it's tough, you know, because it's not always going to be tough, right? <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Coming from a guy who's never been married. You well, know. I haven't either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're having a podcast. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're going to be. We're going to be someday. Yeah. And yeah. we're preparing that through our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at 58 years old, I figure someday when I hit middle age at 60, that, yeah. I, you know. You don't yeah. want to do it too early. No, not too early. Yeah. Wait till I mature as a man. You know. You bet. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you know, it, it is funny though, because there, there's got to be something about just staying put. Yes. Because um, everything in life, everything is a, is a coaster. Yes. It's, I mean, you're going to have good and bad. Stick through the good, because that's where the gold's at. A lot of times it's the good. Yes, yes, it is. To, to go mining for gold. You know, you mine through the bad times, and then you get a plate full of gold, and it's good for... You know, it's good. Yeah. Oh, my mom... Oh, go ahead. Oh, real quick. I remember my mother used to say that, Greg, there's an old saying, you walk past an orchid while looking for a rose. Yeah. And when you, I really thought about that, the orchid is by far a much more interesting, it might, for me, more beautiful, more precious than any rose out there, the orchid is. An orchid is? In my opinion, for me, for me. So it's like walk past an orchid while looking for a rose. Tunnel vision while trying to find Miss Wright. Ah. See what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Oh, what you're saying is you there was a lot of miswrites that you just passed right over. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right. I think I you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I had a few of these women tell me that they really liked me, really cared for me, was interested in me, but I expressed no interest and they basically said I spelled it out to you. The writing on the wall, I spelled it out and I didn't see it. Couldn't hear it. Why why what was it that caused you not to see it? Well, because I think what the old saying is, I was chasing another skirt. You know, I'd be looking at some girl who was really extremely flirtatious, what they call in the nightlife, working it. Yeah. Trying to stimulate my loins instead of stimulating the brain. Right. You know, when somebody works it, guys can work it too. When we're working it, we're entering a relationship based on lies. Definitely, it's not based on truth. Mm-hmm. One could say it's a relationship based on BS. We'll just since we're talking on a podcast, we'll say BS. Well, we can we, right. We like to keep it clean, but BS is yeah. That's nothing. That's not bad at all. Okay, yeah, BS. You know, so yeah. Well, superficial, superficial. But you wouldn't right. But you wouldn't know it was superficial. I mean, I've been into a lot of relationships no. that were superficial. But, oh, I know. Um, I didn't know it. Right. You know, until later on, then I kept doing the same thing over and over and over. Every relationship, I, it's like, but you don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a relationship now that we get along great. I mean, we have our fights, no doubt, but I feel like this person has a great heart. Yes. You know, and I'm falling for that. That's what I've fallen for. For the right. A lot of other great things too. But yeah. I mean, you gotta yeah. fall for their insides, right? Right. Because I, the, it, relationships, you know, folks, anybody listening to us right now, we chose relationships because we both had a hard time with them. We both studied them a lot. I've had my nose in the books of I don't know how many relationship books. Um, I've been sober now since, you know, April 15th, 2011. You know, congratulations. Going on, thank awesome. you. Well, I mean, well, it qualifies us a little bit to do Absolutely. this because I'm, I'm going on 10 years. And during those 10 years, I've done nothing but really study relationships, try to get better, try to get better, try to get better. And that's why we're doing this 
podcast because we're trying to get better. We want you to try to get better with us. There you go. Right, Greg. Very well put, Greg. Very well put. Wow. I love it. Cool. So what do you think? What? So if you got to pinpoint one one area, let's just we'll say this to the listeners. What, yourself, what's an area you're working on? I'm working on to to be more honest with my feelings, to be more direct. Mm-hmm. Yes, communication, not on a superficial level. If I have any weaknesses about myself, it would be, let's say I bump into a girl who I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I'll probably start out communicating with her on a superficial level. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if I continue to do that, I won't get anywhere. Right. She'll be like, why are you asking me, how's the weather? All exactly. The time? She knows what the weather is because yeah. with technology, she gets the weather channel. She says right on her she, phone. Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she does. You got to ask her what the weather is all the time. Right. Right. You know what I mean? She goes, huh, I can tell by you. Right. Partly cloudy. All right. What'd you eat for supper? Hey, what'd you have for supper? Uh, yes. Yeah. She's exactly. like, why? Do, yeah. I, do I have onion breath? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just communicate. And I'm learning as I get older that I, I have to take risk. It's okay for me to tell a girl that I know I really like you. Yep. I like you. Or on the flip side, um, I really kind of don't like you. Yes. I mean, I mean, I've been told that and I like it. Yeah. At least you know where you're at. You know where you're at. Yeah. You know? Saves everybody time. There's nothing better than, you know, the old saying what they say, that what, the truth sets you free? Is that, 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 that might sound cliche, but it's not if you think about it. It's, it's, it's deep and real. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, really, what? It's, it's the truth is the hardest. It's such a complex word. It is. Because to tell the truth can be really hard. It is. It can be so hard. But to not tell the truth can be, wow, that can be really wickedly hard down the road, right? It be devastating to both people. Yep. And it manifests in different things. Yep. The truth is a very, it's such a word, it's so complex, and if we could get everybody on planet Earth back to the total truth, wow, where would we be, right? Better place. Well, yes and no too, but it's what, it can be, my truths are not, your truths or her truths always because our truths are based upon life, right? Our, our past experiences. Yes. Yes. But being kind to another person and, you know, showing love for them, that's, that can be hard for a lot of people too, if they haven't been shown love. That's right. You've stayed with us this far and that shows commitment, proving you possess the trait required to obtain the solution. Now let's rejoin the show already in progress. I find myself in uncharted waters right now. I find myself being shy. Really? Being shy. Oh, absolutely. I'm very outspoken, as you know. Mm-hmm. Very open, out front. I admit it. My gosh, I do presentations for my business, for my work, sales. Right. You know, get rejection a lot, but uh, there's a part of me that... Uh, is shy that don't want to hear re- rejection. You know what I mean? And the funny part is that the couple of girls that I kind of like, they're not giving me any clues whatsoever that they that they do like me. And so my well, ego kicks in. I go, 
I'm Greg Carter. Right, right. You say who you are. Yeah, you should I'm get Greg re- Carter. Come response. on, you should be walking into my hand and telling me, you right. know, what I, you know, but that could be, that's wrong too. That's wrong. yeah, that'll get it. You. Really, is that gonna get you in trouble too? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what they say? True, though. True, the great Corey Wayne, who does a bunch of podcasts, he always says uh, it's a scientific proof that women, you know, fall in love or, or not fall in love, but women are attracted to. You know, like uh, things they don't know about somebody, a mystery or whatever. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. There's no need to throw out, throw out all your cards. You know, as long as you're on a mission in life, as long as you're working on bettering yourself, and that you're you're really good to people. Absolutely. That's 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 what you got to show. Yeah, and they they know that about me. These girls know that about me. They there do. you go. They know I'm a good person. They know that I'm not going to sleep around on them. You know, they know. Uh, I'm, I'll be faithful. They know that much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they're not attracted to that because some, some women aren't attracted to, to monogamous relationships. They just aren't. Right. I don't know enough about these, these few women, you know? So, well, then again, you might be playing a game that you don't want to even be playing because you want to play the game of truth, right? That's right. Yeah. But you can, you can show your truth totally who you are, but you can mask it a little bit and just be, uh, as far as a guy goes, you know, if you want to be quiet, you can be quiet. Um, it's always good to, well, you um, know me for a while. Very say hard hi. For me to do that. Yeah. But I'm quiet around these two ladies. I'm quiet around. Are these you two really? Ladies. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. Which well, I find myself again in uncharted territories. Is your tongue tied when you try to talk to them? Yes, I get what I call liver lip, like liver lip. Don't drink a soda when you're talking to him. No, sp- lay off the coffee too. Yeah, because you, you'll you might like, spit it out. <laughs> right, no kidding. Thank God I don't have dentures. You know? Right. Yeah, they'd be flying out of my mouth. Oh, know? that would cause it. That scene. would, wouldn't that though? Yeah. Yeah, that would not be good. <laughs> awesome. We're going to get some people straightened out, yes, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. you got to send us your emails. Ourselves including. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I hope you people, I hope our great people out there listening are jotting some things down and that you might be having little difficulties with in a relationship because I want you to send them. I'm going to get out, give out my email. You know, it's the email called getting love straightened out but that email is uh craig c-r-a-i-g craig 2042 at gmail.com and we're gonna we're gonna get your email we're gonna read it on the air we're gonna we're gonna get get uh, some good answers to you because we want to get you on the right track what do you think about that greg oh i totally love it questions and comments comments too don't forget to if you feel the need to comment please comment and we'll keep it anonymous yeah Yeah. so you have our work yes comments we would love to have you know you guys might like us or you might dislike us we either way it doesn't matter because we all need to be set on that right course and the comment you make via the email may help the listener out too so keep that in mind ah good one yes that's a good one oh thank you sir well you know I don't know how much time we have left because I haven't looked at the clock, but um, let's just throw in a quick, a quick bit of addiction advice tonight. How did you get, how many years? You got 22, 25 years, 23 years? Uh, I'll have 27 years Christmas Eve. 27 years Christmas Eve, guys. This, this guy knows. By the grace of God, though, God played a major part in that. 
Absolutely. God is number one. Well, you can talk about it right now. What, tell us, um, tell us briefly, you know, your 27 years, tell us, tell us what got you there mostly. Oh, actually, uh, it was my probation officer. Never done any prison time, but I had a cocaine possession charge and, um, 88. Then I was court ordered by my probation officer to, to attend 12 step meetings. A-A-N, you know, N-A. And I got to meet people. I still was relapsing several times. But then after a while, I started getting these bits and pieces, these moments of clarity. You know, was in two inpatient treatment centers. And just the magic happened. Why? Because there's an old saying, faith without works is dead. So I just continued to go to meetings, continued to work. Had two years sobriety. Um, I allowed a girl, this is a key word here. I allowed a woman at that time to break my heart and hurt me. Cause see, I believe firm believer in this is that nobody makes me angry. I choose to be angry. Nobody makes me sad. I can choose to be sad right. or I can hold on to it. So I allowed this girl to, to hurt me, to sadden me. And I quit going to meetings and then I eventually relapsed for three months, got back on track and have been sober ever since Christmas Eve, 1993 sobriety date. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. God, God came to you then. He did. God's grace. God's grace. Yeah. He was, he was with you prior to that, but. Yes, he was. you, You, like myself, understand that he was with us all this time. And I mean, like myself April 15, 2011, he showed his That's face awesome. yes. more than ever. And was that the same with you then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was listening. I was choosing to listen to ah, him. There it's you kind go. of like an old saying that I heard a real old man tell me one time. He compared my recovery. He said, you walked away from, from God just the way, you know, a sheep walks away from the sheep herder. You know, he walks away, strays away. Sometimes the sheep never comes back. So the shepherd starts calling the name, the sheep's name. Well, God was calling my name and I was able, he was calling my name all along. But for whatever reason, I heard it and I joined the flock, you know, came forward. Yeah. And what's unfortunate, Craig, is that some people are oblivious when they're calling, when their name's getting called by their higher power, you know? Yeah. They're oblivious to it. Right. And those are the unfortunate ones, the ones that will die because of their addiction or alcoholism. Right. Yeah. Right. End up in prison. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I'm, I'm lucky. I really am. And grateful. Yeah. Lucky and grateful. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, um, I, we're going to save this for other shows, obviously, but you know, the you got the 12-step program. I mean, I can touch briefly on that. I got rid of a lot of resentments. Yes. A lot of resentment's got a lot of weight off my back. Yeah. You know, and um, learned how to love. Right. That's That came out of me. You learn how to love again. Yes. Yes, it is. You know, um, yeah. Um, you know, we're going to shut this show down because I think we might be over the point. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit this thing, put it together, Greg and I are, and it's going to come in straight to you. Or maybe it's coming to you live right now and you don't even know it. See, we like to maintain mystery. That's right. Men of mystery. We might be doing this show live, but (laughs) 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 you know what I mean? But hey, there you go. 
emails. If you want to email us about addictions, there you go too. Love, uh, relationships, and addictions. Again, that email is Craig, which is just spelled C-R-A-I-G, 2042 at gmail.com. And um, we are going to bring bring you some relief, you know, bring you some hope, you know, and then it's all about starting a new life. It's all about replacing things and just building yourself up over, you know, sometimes we got to rebuild the structure. We got to rebuild our, you know, what we're built upon You know, in a house. I, I lived in a house for years. This house was built in the 1840s. One of the last things that was redone on this house was the structure, yes. you know, so occasionally we we have to we have to go to the very bottom of who we are as a person, the very backside of who we are as a person, and rebuild that. And um, hey, that's what uh, that's why we Greg and I feel real real passionate about this uh, podcast. We're gonna try to help you do that. So thanks a lot for listening, Greg. Uh, any parting words? Yeah, thank you very much. And folks, until next time, have a good day. All right, take care. This concludes this episode of The Solution. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to check out our next episode. Send your questions and comments to Craig2042 at gmail.com. That's Craig with a C. Until next time, good luck and goodbye.